Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm a preacher of good news. I always have good news for the people because God has good news for us. I like it, what it says there, when the angel of the Lord, he spoke, he said, I have great news for you. It's the best news that you have ever heard because today Christ the Savior has been born. Oh, those shepherds, they rejoiced in it and they found the child and it was as it was spoken by the angel. And I am also so thankful that I can speak about Christ. He is our Savior our Redeemer, and because of Him, we are in that covenant. We are in a covenant with God. I like to preach about the covenant, and we have that covenant. You know, the first covenant that man had was based upon good works. If you did so, then God would do so. It was already there in the Garden of Eden. Adam, if you will not touch that tree, nor eat from it, then you will have life, then you will have the goodness and all will be well. But once you touch it, once you eat it, oh, all will be ruined and you will surely die. Well, we know that Adam and Eve, they touched and they ate from that tree that God had forbidden them to eat from and all was ruined. But there already we see that it was a covenant of uh, works, as long as they did not do this, then God would do so, and when they broke it, oh, it was broken, and, and we see that in the covenant of the law that was given on the mountain, and people broke it, and because of that, the curse is still there, but God made a covenant with his son, and he said, if you will die and pay the price, for all the sins of men, then all those that believe in you, all those that are received by you, they will be saved. And Jesus accomplished it. He fulfilled his mission. And because of that, I am alive today because I have been chosen and called. Yes, I have said yes because of the working of the Holy Spirit in me. And I received him and with him, with Christ, I received that eternal life. Well, it's good to speak about the covenant, that we are in a covenant because, oh, we fail and we fall all the time, but we are living under that covenant, that covenant of Christ. And because of that, there is forgiveness. And because of that, there is redemption. Praise God for that. But you know, there are these stories in the Bible that show us this wonderful truth about redemption, about God's plan for mankind that we will not go lost into damnation, into hell for eternity, but that we will be saved and that we will be with him in heaven forever and ever. And as a preacher, as an evangelist, I am amazed as I go through the word of God, you know, I say it so many times that on almost every page of the Bible, you can find Christ. Oh, in so many different ways. We see him in the Old Testament, in the New Testament. We see him as a type, as an example. We see the promises about him. We see so many things and also those stories. 
those great stories of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and, and, and the story of Noah, David and, and Esther and Ruth, all these stories, they are not just stories about men and women of faith. They are not just stories to tell us about their life, but God through their life is telling us a story about his great plan of salvation for mankind. Now today, I want to speak to you about that story of Noah. Oh, that great story of Noah. What a mighty story it is. Well, as an evangelist, of course, the Lord leads us to these different stories, be it the story of Joseph or today the story of Noah. And we find that, that general line, that plan of salvation for mankind. But the more and more that I am reading and studying the word of God and also these different lives and stories, the more I find that they show us the different aspects of our salvation and our redemption. They tell the general story, which is good, and you can use that, especially on the mission field or through a broadcast like this, but they also zoom in on certain aspects of that salvation, showing us that salvation is so much broader and wider and bigger than we have ever imagined. That what God is doing in our life, through our life, by saving us, there is more there. There's more blessings there. There's more goodness there. There's a greater change there. There are more things happening than we could think of in first knowing or first hearing about salvation. And I see it back in all these stories. Well, today about Noah. I'm sure you have heard the story of Noah. We find it in almost every children's Bible, and we find it in so many uh, Sunday school classes and all these other ways that the Word of God is communicated to be a children or be a teenager's youth or adults. We find so much meat, so much good stuff in the story of Noah to help us. But you know, I have found, and today I want to speak to you about being buried with Christ and being resurrected with Christ. I find that so strongly in the story of Noah. Oh, my dear friend, if you just think of it, oh, he was preaching the word. And you know that God had promised him, I will save you. I will save your wife. I will save your sons and their wives. And there the time came that God said, go into that ark. He had built that great boat, that great big wooden ark. And the time came that God said, go into that ark. And he went into that ark. He, his wife, and his sons and their wives. And they were there, eight souls of them. And they were in that wooden ark. And the door was closed. And the rains came falling down and they came gushing out of the storehouses in the earth. Oh, and the water started going up and it started lifting up this wooden ark, this wooden coffin, we could say. They were in that coffin. They were confined in that wooden boat, in that wooden coffin. And they were being buried 
in that water grave, in that liquid grave. They were being buried and they were taken out of that sinful old world that was condemned and where everything died, where nothing was kept alive and they were being pushed out through that water grave into that new world that finally, after so many days, and they were in there quite some time when the waters went down again and that ark settled on that mountain and that door was open of that coffin, they were able to come out in that new world, in the liberty and freedom of that clean, cleansed world through the water. Oh, hallelujah for this story. Do you see the resemblance there? How we also must die in Christ, with Christ. We are dead with him, buried with him. We are there, taken out of that old life, taken out of that old world, and through that grave, through that death of Christ, where we are one with him in his death, we are taken into that new life, and now we can arise and come out in that new life because we are also resurrected with him. We are resurrected with him in new life, with a new future, enjoying real freedom. You know, so many people, and I've heard it a lot when I was young, they would say, John, you know, Christianity and your Bible and that belief that you have in Jesus, oh, it's confining you. It's keeping you so limited and you're not free at all. And some Christians, and especially maybe young people, but also some older people, when they have religion on their shoulders, they can think of the gospel in such a way that we are in that coffin and we are dead and we cannot do anything. And they used to tell me, they said, John, you cannot do this, you cannot do that, you must do this, you must do that. Oh, but think of us, we are free, they would say. I am free, we are free, we can do what we want, we can go where we want, we can have pleasure or, or celebrate whatever we want. And that's how they lived. But you know, this is not the truth. No, we are not confined in a coffin that we are dead with him only. No, we are also alive in him and we are truly alive. The world doesn't know and cannot know what it means to truly live. But we as a born again child of God, we can know what it means to truly be alive, to truly be free whom the Son has set free, is free indeed, the Bible says. I am free, hallelujah. And you know, after uh, several years, I met these friends again because our path had gone different directions. And when they spoke about their life, it was full of misery. It was full of all these things that I said to myself, thank God I didn't choose that path. And they asked me, well, I'm doing well, hallelujah. I am blessed, hallelujah. I am still free, hallelujah. <laughs> yes, glory to God. I'm a child of God and I have been brought into real liberty and real freedom and the liberty and the freedom that this world is offering is not true liberty 
it is not true freedom, but what Christ gives unto us all to be buried with him, to die with him, and to rise with him in new life. That is true joy. That is true blessing and true peace and true freedom. Hallelujah. And I have experienced that. Well, let me read a scripture here. It says in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, it says, and this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience towards God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Oh, he speaks, Peter speaks about the days of Noah. And he speaks about that water grave. And then he says, that picture in the Old Testament of Noah also has a picture in the New Testament, which is the baptism. But he says, it's not the act of baptism itself, which realizes the fact of the forgiveness and the cleansing of the sin. No, it is a picture. It is for us to see and to understand. But the actual fact of the forgiveness of sin is being brought to us by the inner washing of the blood of Jesus in our life. Oh yes, that baptism in Christ's death and coming out in his life shows that picture for us to understand just like Noah was in that coffin, in that boat, and he was pushed in that water grave, but he came out again. Yes, and these scriptures talk about it. Romans 6 verse 4, it says so beautifully, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Oh, I am buried with Christ, you too. And I am resurrected with Christ, you too. Oh, I hope so, my dear friend. And else we will pray for it in just a moment. Yes, so we have that picture of Noah in the boat as in a coffin being buried in that water grave and being pushed out of that old world, that sinful world that was being cleansed and washed by water and how he came out of that ark. And coming out of the ark, and you can read Genesis chapter nine there, it gives certain aspects that also show a picture of our freedom there. Oh, number one, I like it that he came out of that ark and the whole world was open for him. Everything was open for him. He had received God's blessing to enjoy the possession of God's blessing and favor and freedom of a free spirit. Yes, that yoke has been broken over our life. We have truly been set free, oh, in Jesus Christ. And now we have that freedom to enjoy. We have been enlarged right now. We are not confined. A Christian is someone that is free and not someone that just has some religious rules. We have been set free, hallelujah. 
but not to live a life of sin, to go back into that bondage of sin. No, we have been set free of the lifestyle of sin and we have been brought into God's purity and holiness. The first thing that Noah does is as a priest, he starts to build an altar and to give sacrifices. And this is also so wonderful for us that once we have been born again, we have been brought into priesthood. Now we are a priest before the Lord and we may bring sacrifices to him. Yes, and we are not bringing sacrifices of the bulls and the animals. We are bringing our own life as a sacrifice, a living sacrifice unto him. But as a priest, we may do it. We may enter into the holy of holies. Before, we were not able to come into the holy of holies. But now, after being born again, we can come into the holy of holies. Yes, and I like it so much that it says it pleased God to bless Noah and to tell him, go and fill the earth, occupy the earth, fill the earth and be fruitful. And you know, that's also given to a child of God. It's given to us to be fruitful. Oh, that through us, others might be saved. That we can have many spiritual children, hallelujah, that will also receive Christ because of our testimony and because of Christ working through us. I like it that it says that the Lord said to Noah, I give you authority and dominion over the birds in the air, the animals on the land, and also the fish in the sea. He gave Noah that dominion, that power, that authority. And as a child of God, we have also received authority and power over all the lust of the flesh. You know, in the Bible, you can see many of those animals, they had representations, but we have also received authority as a child of God. We have received dominion that those things will not rule over us anymore, but that in Christ we may rule over them. I like it so much. And it says, from there on, they were given that they could eat meat, not the meat that had the blood inside, but they could eat meat. Before that, they didn't eat meat, but now they could eat meat. And you know, isn't that true for a child of God that we can feast and celebrate upon the meat of Jesus? Oh, he said, if you don't eat my flesh, if you don't drink my blood, you have no part of me. We can eat the flesh of Jesus. We can eat the bread of life as he is also called. We can drink of the waters of life that has been given as a blessing to the children of God that we can enjoy or we can celebrate on Jesus. And to celebrate on Jesus, all oh, that gives true joy to the believer. Yes, and you know, I like it that he was given a token a symbol of the covenant that God made with Noah. I will never destroy the earth anymore by the waters. And as a token, as a symbol, I give you the rainbow. And he could live under that token, under that rainbow. He could live under that covenant. You know, when the rains would come again, he didn't have to have fear in his heart because he was living in the covenant that God had spoken. I will not destroy the world anymore through water. And we also have Christ 
as our token, as our symbol, as our covenant, that when we are in him, living under him, in him, under his banner, oh, we don't have to fear, we don't have to dread, we don't have to be weary or tired or be afraid of what's happening around us because we know that in him, oh, we are surely safe and we will be safe. It is an eternal covenant. It's a covenant that cannot be changed. It's a covenant that will remain, hallelujah, even when the earth will pass away, that covenant will stay and will remain. And we are in that covenant. And so, yes, my dear friends, today we are buried in Christ. Yes, we have that whole symbol there of Noah in the ark, in that watery grave, but also we have been resurrected with Christ. That is that symbol of him coming out of the ark, being able to be a priest there to bring sacrifices, living under that covenant, under that blessing, having dominion and authority, being fruitful and multiplying. Oh, and so much more as he was blessed by the Lord. Oh, my dear friend, I hope you understand today that your salvation, it means a lot more. There's much more in there than just, now I'm going to heaven, I'm not going to hell. Well, at least that ticket to heaven is secured right now. And now I can just live on my life as I would live it on normally. No, my dear friend, we have become a child of God. Yes, we must stay dead in Jesus, but at the same time, we will be alive in Jesus and we will enjoy every blessing that he has for us. Or oh, may you enjoy all those blessings in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 